Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sport Talks Trade Central. I'm Todd Blum here, brought to you by sportthought.com.au. Uh, time for another update. i tell you what, this is one of the slowest moving trade periods I've ever seen. And I think that the AFL should use their discretion and put another week on this so we can actually see some deals get done. They've seen absolutely nothing apart from a couple of pick swaps. Eddie Betts has gone to Carlton. A free agent's changed. And Ed Langdon has gone from Freo to Melbourne. But other than that, we're still waiting for Patton. Will anything happen with Danaher? Will anything happen with Papley? We are waiting for the big deals to get done. There's still Brad Hill to be done. You know, uh, we're, we're, the patience is wearing thin. I'm talking to the people out there, and they are with me. We need some deals to get done. You know, we're sick of sitting on our hands the whole day, sitting in front of the computer today, just refresh, 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 listen to the boys on SEN, wanting some live updates, and they're just not there. I've taken it upon myself. Next year, this time of year when it's trade period, Todd Blum Mediation, starting the new business. We're going to go in. And two clubs come, sit in front. Who do you want? Joe Danaher? Okay. Dodoro, take your clown suit off. Stop carrying on. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get picks five. I'm going to give you Sam Reed. You're going to give back Joe Danaher and a third rounder. That's as simple as that. As simple as that with Todd Blum Mediation. And I can't wait to kick it off next year. It's going to be a hit because these blokes who uh, make the big calls, I understand it's a difference between a premiership and, or it could be the difference between a premiership, we shouldn't say it so bluntly, it could be the difference between a premiership or a failed season, it could be the difference between kicking 100 goals or 60 goals in a season. I understand that, I really do. But we are, the, as the people, we want to see deals done. So let's have a look at the ones, we're going to dissect the ones that have been done so far. We talk of Ed Langdon to Melbourne. Eddie Betts has come home. I know I spoke about it on Trade Central Episode 2, but it's official now. It's going to be a future fourth rounder, unlike Pick 47, like I said in the last one. So we'll have a look at that. Not, not too much to add, though. My opinion hasn't changed too much. And, of course, we'll have a look at Grant Birchall going under the free agency, uh, exercising his free agency rights. So let's get cracking on Episode 3 of Sport Talks Trade Central. We have a look at the first deal that got done. This is going back to October 11. Of course, Sam Frost to Hawthorne. So Melbourne uh, chose not to offer him another contract. Um, they've decided to move on Sam Frost, believing that Jake Lever and Stephen May can get the job done with Oscar McDonald in reserve there. Seems odd that they didn't offer him a contract. I understand maybe not big money, but uh, they've gone completely stone cold on him and moved him on to Hawthorne, done the right thing. I think he's going to be an absolute... Excellent acquisition by Hawthorne. It's going to free up James Sicily to play that really attacking defensive role that he does so well. And uh, versatility that Sam Frost brings to the table as well. He can play on those big, tall, hulking full forwards, or he can take the third tall, can play on a smaller time. So he really offers you um, a lot as a defender. We break it down. So Hawthorne received Sam Frost and a third-round pick, which is currently 42. A fourth-round pick, currently 61 and a future fourth-round selection, and they send back to Melbourne a third-round pick, currently 50, and a future second-round selection. So a bit of it picks there, as I, as I say that again. So Sam Frost, 
currently pick 42 and currently pick 61, as well as a future fourth rounder. And Melbourne receive currently number 50 and a future second round selection. So it's a pretty good deal. Um, I think, you know, it's it's going to suit both clubs. If Melbourne don't believe he's part of their plans, they get a couple of picks. Uh, they get a pick this year and they get a second rounder next year. Um, so you'd think it'd be a higher, a mid to high second round selection based on Hawthorne, the way they finished this year, and just a couple of acquisitions they're adding. But um, I think it's quite a good, quite a win-win for both teams here. As I said, Melbourne are happy to move Sam Frost on. Hawthorne, bring him in. He's going to fit in seamlessly to that back line. Of course, Chip Frawley, who I saw in the gym the other day, he's uh, looking very fit, but he is towards the back end of his career as well. And you never know, adding a player like this, it might even prolong a player like Chip Frawley's career a little longer because he's not getting... You know, the, the big fold each week and getting smashed each, each week. It can preserve the body a little bit. Um, Tim O'Brien will certainly bring him on a lot um, as he plays as a, as a key defender. And he's not, again, it frees him up a little bit. So I think this is a great deal. Uh, great work by both clubs. Josh Mahoney from Melbourne and Graham Wright, the uh, respective football bosses. Um, getting things done in trade week, trade period. We love it. Good to see and like to see a bit more of it. See you, mate. I'm just going off for a run. Where are you going? I'm just going off for a run. What? Dress like that? Yeah, what's wrong with this? Mate, you need some Team Rooski. Some what? Some Team Rooski. They've got running gear, active wear, gym wear, and they've got boys and girls. So if you're getting some, get some for the missus. Well, where do I find that? www.teamroost.com.au Where? www.teamroost.com.au We continue on now and have a look at another deal that was done on the same day, a bit later in the afternoon. Again, involving Melbourne. They ship a player out and then they bring one in. They finally got their man, Ed Langdon. They had to go late last year in the trade period. Couldn't get it done. They've waited 12 months and finally got their man. So Ed Langdon from Fremantle will come to Melbourne. So Melbourne, as we break it down, receive Ed Langdon. A second round selection, currently number 26, and a future fourth round selection. While Fremantle receive a second round pick, currently number 22. A fifth round pick, currently 79. And a future second round selection. So again, some pretty good work here. Um, I think Fremantle ultimately would probably like to keep um, Ed Langdon. He finished pretty high up in their best and fairest last couple of seasons. And... Had somewhat of a breakout year. I certainly watched uh, the game against Geelong over there at Optus Stadium and uh, thought that was one of his better games of the year. He, uh, he's a quite a talented footballer. Um, he's just getting into the prime of his career now. He's at 23 years old, played 68 games. He's um, just starting to really look like he can make an impact consistently over the course of the next couple of seasons, and I think Melbourne's going to be a great fit for him. I spoke in episode one when Adam Tomlinson went to Melbourne, just the acquisition of Tomlinson and Ed Langdon, it's really going to expand their game plan, um, that run and carry game, you know, fast foot, um, and 
and a beautiful user of the footy as of late. Probably wasn't one of his strengths when he first came into the league, but he certainly picked up his kicking and efficiency. So I think Melbourne, uh, I know it's, it's easy to say they're bullish about improving this year because they couldn't get much worse, but the year before, as we said, reaching that preliminary final and then skyrocketing to the second bottom of the ladder with only Gold Coast below them. It wasn't exactly the year they would have liked in 2018 by Sorry, 20, 2019 by any means. But 2020 shaping up as an exciting one for the Demons fans. And uh, hopefully their expectations over summer aren't don't let them down during winter as we saw with the last season. So Ed Langdon to the Ds. And again, nice, fair, even trade. And look forward to seeing him in a Melbourne jumper next season. And the last of the player trades going to have a look at on this episode of Sport Talks Trade Central is the deal where Eddie Betts gets back to Carlton. As I said off the top, we spoke about it in episode two, but it is official. Eddie Betts will be back as a blue bagger in 2020. And uh, as I said, my opinion hasn't changed too much on this. I know listening to the talk back this afternoon, listening to him speak to the media, there is a lot of excitement, a lot of fanfare about this deal, which I understand all that. I know the fans are happy. The, uh, the Carlton fans that I've got on social media, they've been plastering the walls with uh, Eddie Betts and they're all excited. But I'm just very, very interested to see how this plays out next year. Very interested. I don't think it's going to be the fairy tale that everyone keeps thinking it's going to be. I, I can see this heading south very quick and uh, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, for the fans' sake, I hope I'm wrong. He's, I know he's going to bring people to the games and I get all that, but I, I just think that Carlton, the way they finished this year, I mean, some of the, their last games, they had the Eddie Had Stadium rocking. like the, 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 They nearly rocked the roof shut, rocked it open. Um, I, I, I don't think they desperately needed Eddie Betts Carlton. Um, it's looking like they're not going to get Dan Butler, which in the previous episode I said... If Dan Butler's available, I'd rather go for him than Eddie Betts. So that's not looking likely. Um, the Papley deal and the Martin deal have both stalled. Talk about Tom Papley and Jack Martin from Sydney and Gold Coast, respectively. I think Martin gets there. I think Jack Martin will definitely be at the Blues next year. I'm not sure about the Papley deal. A lot hinging on the Danaher deal um, between Essendon and Sydney. That looks like it's going nowhere. So we'll watch this space with that. But it's going back to Eddie Betts. Um, I, th- I think he's going to play a fair bit of footy for the Northern Blues next year, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. He's been a great champion of the game. Um, you know, and the reports today that he didn't want to leave and Malthouse pushed him out the door um, could be true. I um, don't want to speculate on that, but I just think that, you know, from what I saw for, from Carlton at the end of this year, I just didn't, don't think that Eddie Betts is a necessity. And I, I honestly don't think he's going to be in their best 22 midway through next year. Happy to be wrong. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Get in touch on the Instagram at sportthought, sportthought.com.au. Um, you can send your, send your email through there and, and let me know what you think. Um, I'm happy, happy to be proven wrong, but that's just my stance at the moment. Plenty more still to come here on Sport Talks Trade Central.
Another free agency deal has got done. He joins Brandon Ellis, who went to Gold Coast. Cam Ellis Yolman, who went to Brisbane. Adam Tomlinson went to St Kilda. And now Grant Birchall has gone to Brisbane. And uh, this is a great move. Again, uh, this uh, trade period has been a lot of winners. Um, and I think both these clubs win again. I mean, although Hawthorne ultimately would like Grant Birchall to finish his career at the Hawks, he's a four-time premiership player with them, played a lot of good footy off halfback, but the body's just not right. The age is uh, getting on, and they've got plenty of young players they can bring through across halfback. And, and for Grant Birchall, just to get up to Brisbane, um, you know, they, he doesn't cost them anything as a free agent, um, and I think it's going to be a good fit for him. They're a young, emerging side. Um, a lot of people thinking that Grant Birchall is going to be the like-for-like replacement for Luke Hodge or... And we say that with all due respect, as you probably can't replace Luke Hodge. But it's interesting to hear Brisbane's comments uh, throughout this uh, trade period when they're talking about whether Grant Birchall might end up in Brisbane. And they're quite bullish about um, they're quite bullish about their stocks up there at the moment. You know, they're not just a bunch of eighteen-year-olds running around anymore. And they've got Daniel Rich across that half-back line, Zorko. You know, they've got options and leaders. So it's interesting to hear them say that if Grant Birchall did come up to Brisbane, this is obviously previous to the deal getting done, that it would be solely based on his footballing merits and whether he can help them take the next step next year. So it's, he's not going up there to be an on-field coach by any means. They believe that he's still got plenty of good footy left in him, plenty still to offer, um, which I certainly do. As long as he can get that body right, he's had a dreadful last couple of years um, with the lower body issues. So... I'm hoping that he can stay on the park next year. I'm hoping he can use that left foot cross half back and give them plenty of options with their ball use coming out of defence, as I'm sure he will. So we look forward to seeing how this one pans out and all the best to Grant Birchall up in Brisbane. And now on Sport Talks Trade Central, we're going to have a look at a couple of pick swaps that took place, and uh, uh, this might be just about as exciting as the trade period's gotten so far, but uh, a couple of early pick swaps between the Giants and St Kilda. The Giants, of course, looking to move up the draft to secure Tom Green, who is widely touted as a top five selection. Uh, so GWS had to come up with an early pick and create some more points to take this uh, take this future star if uh, someone else was to select him as predicted. So Greater Western Sydney, they have done a deal to get St Kilda's pick six. So they get St Kilda's pick six and a fourth round pick, which currently sits at 59. And St Kilda receive uh two first round selections which were 12 and 18 of course 12 being Essendon's uh selection involved in the Dylan Shield trade last year's trade period and pick 18 was their selection this year so a lot of people don't really like the idea of pick swaps and and trading selections but in this case um, I suppose this is pretty much why it was brought in obviously with every selection in the draft having a draft value uh GWS will look to move up Acquire more points for a potential academy prospect, um, and good luck to Jetaverse. They've, they've been pretty good with their pick swaps as of late, of course. We saw them get high in the draft 
um, to, to get pick two when they took Tim Taranto uh, three years ago. Um, of course, the reason they did that was because they wanted Ed, uh, they wanted Andrew McGrath. Um, Hugh McCluggage was widely tended as the number one selection all year. Essendon had pick one, and they threw a spanner in the works by taking Andrew McGrath. GWS took a punt on Tim Torino at pick two, and McCluggage, McCluggage slipped to pick three to Brisbane. All three players have had excellent careers so far, but I'd argue Tim Torino is slightly in front at the moment, um, and I think Hugh McCluggage is not far behind him. Another pick swap, uh, the Eagles, this one not so uh, glitzy and glamorous, but West Coast receive, uh, West Coast had done a deal with Brisbane just to move slightly higher in the order, of course, their first three selections make their way down to Geelong at Cadinia Park this year, involved in the Tim Kelly trade, so they've tried to get slightly higher. They've traded pick 52 and 64 to Brisbane, and in turn have received pick 46 and 91 as they sit now. So, of course, they're subject to change as we know what happens with a few later selections um, throughout the trade period and also on the night. Um, of course, if someone does take Tom Green higher than six, that'll bump everyone back a spot as if JWS choose to take it, which I'm sure they will. So, West Coast just looking to get slightly higher in the draft instead of entering at 52, they'll enter at 46 and then they also add 91 to their selections. And Brisbane, well, they drop back slightly to 52, but they're at 64 there. So a couple of pick swaps. As I said, a lot of people don't agree with it. I like it. Adds another dimension to it. And if it wasn't for a couple of trades of pick swaps, <laughs> there wouldn't be much going on. So we'll be back after this to wrap up the show. <laughs> And that sums up episode three of Sport Talks Trade Central, brought to you by sportthought.com.au. A couple of trades that have been done so far. We've gone through the free agencies, a couple of pick swaps, but there's still plenty more to come in the last two days. There'll be an absolute flurry of trades to come through, we hope, that we can bring to you in the coming days. Joe Danaher, is he going to end up a swan? What's with Tom Papley? Is he going to find his way to the Blues? Likewise, Jack Martin. And there are a couple other trades, and there are a few left field ones. Brad Hill, the reports that he could be a cat. Are there any more of them to follow? We hope there's plenty more to come, as it's been pretty quiet so far. Thanks for listening. I'm Todd Blum. I've enjoyed your company, and look forward to seeing you next time. We bring you a Trade Central update. Any thoughts on the comments made today? A couple of trades, any trades that you think might be happening? Get in touch with us, Instagram at SportThought or the website, www.sportthought.com.au. You can leave your email there and get in touch with us that way. Thanks for listening. I'm Todd Blum. See you next time.